welcome to another episode of A Drummer's Guide 2. So, this week I would like to tackle a subject that basically is the difference between me having a dream of being a professional drummer and the thing that literally tipped me over the edge to actually get there. And that one thing and the thing that has been a constant since I not found out about it. I found out about this a long time ago, but the difference was difference was is that I implemented it and that often is the way and uh yeah, it's it's been a while since I I sort of implemented this for the first time. Um I continue to do it very often, um usually against my sort of own fears and all of that sort of stuff and that one thing that makes all the difference that makes it, it basically is the difference between things being possible and then things actually happening and that thing is taking action sounds like the most simple thing ever and it is for me to sit here and say that ah just take some action it it yes actually doing it is such a different it's a completely different kettle of fish basically so when i was younger when i so obviously i started playing when i was 11 years old uh, I loved the drums from the second that I sat down. I was literally like, I'm obsessed. This is amazing. Bah! Um, but it wasn't until I was around about 13, 14 that I decided that I wanted to do it professionally. And I knew that like 100% I was like, I'm going to do this. I have no idea how. <laughs> literally none, but I'm going to try. And then from about the age of 14 around then to probably, in fact, I should have worked this out before I started filming this. I want to say until I was about 21, 22, something, maybe even later than that. Anyway, 22, 23, 24, whatever. Um, I tried everything to become a professional, basically, and to get up, not just to the standard of playing that I needed to be at, but also, you know, get in the right mindset, get out and meet the right people in the right way. And the reason that I say in the right way is because I was obsessed with trying to be like, try to trying to do things in the perfect way, which A, does not exist. And B, it's the stupidest way of doing things. I shouldn't be harsh to myself, especially my youngest self, but young Emily, incorrect is the answer incorrect don't focus on that so i was like i said i was completely obsessed i was obsessed with how i could learn songs as quickly as i could but like by taking shortcuts so i would try things like i would um listen to songs whilst i was sleeping because you know logically that makes sense kind of like learning songs um yeah passively or which i do do but not while sleeping but all that would happen would, would be I'd get a really bad night's sleep and then I'd wake up just going Meh, and then I'd feel rubbish and I wouldn't do anything with my day so it really was like counterproductive um also I was really really good like I could have been a professional procrastinator around that time like absolutely especially after I uh, left school like from 18 to about 23 24 the best procrastinator you've ever met in your life like absolutely so i decided to go and see he was kind of like a hypnotist who also worked with uh nlp so neural linguistic programming if you want to go look up that that's a whole thing and it's very interesting for sure but um yeah so i went to him i was like i have problems procrastinating can you you know help me with that and he did some stuff and 
after that for the next like two years I just I wasn't able to actually relax it wasn't procrastination it was relaxing so anytime I would try and sit down I would feel really anxious and really weird so I'd have to go do something um there may be still elements of that session actually still within me I'm just thinking about that right now potentially but I'm working on it it's all good but the thing that made a difference and the thing that changed everything it was literally the pivotal point of my career from it being something that I was working towards versus something that was happening basically and um, yeah the biggest instance of that because I would okay taking action what does that mean I mean it meant many things and growing up I was taking action absolutely I was going to jams I was playing gigs I was joining bands, I was, you know, I was learning songs in the traditional way of, of you know, charting and, and listening and doing all that. I was, I was doing things, but it never felt like enough and it never felt like I was going in the direction I wanted, but in a really strong way, if that makes sense. So the change that happened was it wasn't just about taking action. I'd been doing that and it had been working gradually, gradually, gradually. The thing that changed was taking massive action and um massive action is so terrifying i still take massive action to this day i'd say every year or yeah probably every year these days i just i will take i will make one massive leap of faith if you like and i will just go for it and just go okay just go do this thing and it's always those big moments that have paid off for me and the first time it happened i was basically bullied into it <laughs> no i wasn't bullied into it my sister was uh, at a jam that I had said yes to because that was my little piece of action that I'd taken that day uh, and um, I had said yes and I was at this jam night and I got up and I played uh, Best of You by the Foo Fighters and I've told this story a few times so apologies if you've heard this already but I got up and I played this song and I just played the song because I'd played the song many times before. Um, it was a great moment because you know when you're at a jam and someone calls out a song that you actually know and you're like, yes, ah, there is a God. Um, it was a bit like that. I was like, cool. And there was some really, uh, some people there that I wanted to make a good impression on, which funnily enough, I will come back to later. Um, and I, I was, it was just one of those moments where I was like, you know, the universe is being good to me, you know, all the planets are aligned, I wanted to make a really good impression, and now a song has been called that I know inside and out, and not only that, I know that I can do a good job, because it's in my blood, like, I've just been, I've been playing rock music for a long time, I've been playing that song in covers gigs, it all just fit, you know what I mean? And I was like, cool, this is nice, this is a sign, I love a good sign. So anyway, I just played this song, and it went down really well, and everyone's really happy, and my sister was there, and I got off stage and I went and sat with her and uh, she just said, so you need to video that and you need to put it out on YouTube. And I was like, what are you talking about? I had this real stigma about um, like drum covers and at the time, I mean, drum covers are huge, covers generally are huge anyway, but at that time they were really like getting some traction. I suppose they, they couldn't have been a new thing, but you know, they were still fairly early days but I had this stigma, as I often have had for the whole of my life. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm so snooty. <laughs> um, so I just sort of went, yeah, all right, whatever. And then she just kept following up with me. She was like, no, seriously. Like, on the night, she was like, no, seriously, you need to do that. I think 
it would be such a great showcase for you um, because there's not a lot of, about you online and I feel like if people can literally see you play and see what you have to offer they're going to want to hire you they're going to want to work with you so I think you need to just do this and I was dead against it for so long and she bless her she was like look all you literally need to do is film it you can set up a bunch of cameras just on tripods I will edit it for you because at that time I didn't have any experience or barely any experience of editing film or, or videos or whatever so uh, she was like I will do all that in fact I'd actually really enjoy that now my sister knows me so well as soon as someone else is like relying on me I'm more likely to do it in fact it's pretty much a sealed deal a sealed deal yeah, that's right. I was like, that sounded wrong. It probably is anyway. Um, so I just thought, oh, well, this will be a nice thing for her to edit and get her head around. I think at the time she was injured. She's an ice skater, but I think at the time she was injured. So I thought, oh, this will help her with something to do. So it was anyway, this amalgamation of reasons. And, and I was just like, okay, let me just, let me just do it. Let me just see. Anyway, and I planned to do it maybe a few days later. And I remember distinctly the night before I decided to film this I had this thought and I often have thoughts like this where I just thought hmm do you know what I've never seen I've never seen a drummer playing in like fairy lights I bet that would look interesting I bet that might that could look cool um yeah I should do that so that was how that came about literally the night before and so anyway the next day I got dolled up, I put on some nice clothes, I know I don't doll myself up very often these days. Um, I wrapped myself in fairy lights and I did this video. And honestly, it was from that point that it was a real turning point. I mean, I'd laid a lot of groundwork with people before, but this was like one of those tangible moments where something happens and you look back and you go, that was a catalyst moment that was. And that video was absolutely a, a catalyst. It got me so much work. It got me, uh, well, the darkness called me literally off the back of watching that video. How many years later? Uh, when did I do that video? 2012. And they called me in 2014, I think it was. So yeah, two years later. And it, it's just one of those things. So anyway, that was my first instance of taking action. And then an interesting thing happens when you do something like that and, and you release it. And I was terrified. Can I just point out? I was terrified about releasing this I felt very, very vulnerable um, I only saw all the problems with it all the mistakes it was not perfect nothing ever is um, and and I still to this day I watch it back and I go oh god but I I'm very grateful that I did it and I'm happy that I did it and I've got a lot of positive feeling towards that video but at the same time just me being me I just I see the imperfection and um, anyway, it wasn't perfect. But the point was by putting that out there, it kind of lessened the fear around it. So just taking that one sort of moment of just going, right, upload and then just seeing what happened. I mean, the reaction was incredible. It was just so positive. Like the initial reaction was a absolutely amazing everyone's like oh it looks so great so interesting there are a couple of funny comments of course about me being wrapped in lights oh, are you fairy are you fairy are you a christmas tree all that sort of stuff um and uh yeah it was just it was like oh okay it 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 worked do you know what I mean? it worked whatever that means so then i sort of did a few more um and then i i sort of thought actually i'm not sure this is the direction i want to be going in but what it taught me was by taking that one piece of action it made a big difference and 
by taking that, it lessened the fear and it almost normalized it slightly. So every video that I released, it got a little bit better and it got a little less scary to the point that actually I quite enjoyed it when I was releasing videos, being able to share things with people. So it's funny how your emotion around it, around it changes it, but the thing itself, the action itself isn't changed and the reaction that you get from that. So that was my first sort of experience of taking that massive piece of action. So there have been other many other times but I'll just run you through a few other times that I decided right I'm going to I'm going to take this action and 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 go with it. Um the first one weirdly was uh <laughs> it was not these videos but years ago in fact when was that? 2015 I want to say maybe I started this video series where I was talking to the camera called um Ask M and it's basically me just riffing and chatting and basically doing this, but shorter versions to a camera and, and just, yeah, someone would give me a subject and I'd talk about it. Releasing the first one of that was terrifying, absolutely terrifying. And to be honest, it was awful. Those first videos are awful. They're still on my YouTube, so please feel free to go check them out. You'll see what I mean. I even edited them in a way that meant that there were no ums, there were no gaps. It was just very, and that was my insecurity. In, no, actually, it was half my insecurity. It was half because there was another YouTube blogger, vlogger, whatever you call them, um, who also did this talking to camera thing on a subject. And he edited out all the stuff and he made it quite choppy. And I quite liked it. It was kind of cool and it was kind of interesting. Um, so that's the reason I did that. Plus then it meant I could get rid of all the ums and the ahs. But actually it turns out then I get rid of the personality that I have because I am a very ummy, ari, andy um, and looky, looking all over the shop person. But that's fine. That's just me. But that was another bit of, I wouldn't say massive action, but it was a medium sized bit of action. However, starting this series, massive action to put myself out there and feel like I am any sort of authority on any sort of subject to do with anything was terrifying. And it was literally right. The first video I did, it was about tour bus touring. And I just thought, well, this is actually like, this is literally information because I have toured a lot on tour buses. I will help people by putting this out. So I put it out and the reaction was incredible and it spurred me on and I was just like, oh, maybe I can help with other subjects. And here I am talking about it. How meta. Uh, so that was another big action. Um, I'll come back to that, that jam night. So the people that I was trying to make a good impression on that night when my sister was there saying you should do that video was the musical, well, is now, uh, was not at the time, is now the musical director for The Voice Kids, which I started doing last year. And, and had I not have taken that smaller action of going to that jam, which I remember distinctly getting the call for that jam that night because I was in the house band and I remember being exhausted and I was just like, I'm not even sure I can do this. Um, but then, you know, my friend who was running it just told me all the people that were in the house band. I was like, oh, I love them all. I, yeah, and then I was just like, do you know what? I'll just go do it, it'll be a laugh. And then when I got there, I was like, oh geez, okay. Yes, there's some other people here that I've, I've been wanting to sort of like meet for a while and here they are and it's like, oh my gosh, stress. So anyway, funny, a small action has then sort of like led to this, however many it would have been, that would have been 2011. So nine years later, um, we get to work together, which is amazing. Equally starting emilydrums.com. 
oh my gosh, talk about massive action. It was it was a moment of sitting down going, right, what do I want to do next? I have this thing of, of just being like, right, when, when something finishes, I, what I ask myself is now what? And at the time it was that I'd parted ways with the darkness and I sat down with myself and I thought, well, now what? And it was a series of questions of asking myself what I wanted to be doing, you know, where I wanted to be, what I wanted my life to look like. And the idea of emilydrums.com came up and then it was like, I want to do that. Slight issue, no idea how. Like literally, I know how to play the drums. That I knew. Everything else had no clue. So no clue about, you know, how a studio physically works, like the signal chain and all that sort of stuff. And then they, you know, forget about mics and preamps. All of that was just, whew, no idea. I was like, wow, that's starting from zero. And then I realized, oh, let's talk about running a business. Well, that was if, if mics and preamps were zero, business was like minus 3000. It was just like really starting from nothing. But I just went, right, I just need to take this action and just go and start doing it. And I did. And five years after it's open, I mean, it's just, it's life changing, absolutely life changing. Uh, the same with my, well, I suppose this leads on from it, the remote recording business course that I put together. Um, that was a huge leap of faith of just like, right, I want to help people to run their business now because I know how amazing it can be to have this thing and I want to help people, especially with the pandemic and, you know, people are turning to this. So I want to help. And it was like, right, I'm going to create an online course. How do I do that? Then? <laughs> and it was like, I literally didn't know where to start. Literally no idea. It was this, the way I see it is like this massive ball of like tangles and just ideas, but to put them into some semblance of kind of order and then create something from that that then can be taught to someone in a logical way and as you know I like a ramble but no 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 on this course I was very specific with myself I was like right it must be concise it must be coherent people are paying for this so they must get the information quickly and simply and just straight down the line so that's what I did and I I was so like it's terrible I don't like saying this is, this is oh this everything about what I'm about to say sounds awful I don't like to say nice things about myself right that's the first awful thing that you should never say to yourself so I apologize to you and to me that's fine um but this is the second thing that I'm really annoyed about uh I'm really proud of myself and it annoys me to say that because I don't like singing my praises but I am I you know with the online course, my goodness, I'm proud of myself that I literally just did it. Uh, EmilyDrums.com. I'm so proud of myself uh, for doing that. Even for the best of you video. Do you know what? I'm proud of myself and my sister for forcing me to do it. Um, and it is those moments where you force yourself. Even getting the voice kids gig, the reading thing. I've spoken about it before. I was terrified. But I just thought, you know what? This is a massive piece of action that I can take that... It's byproduct will be that I can learn to read to a really, really good level. And I have and I can. And it's just like it's opened up a whole world of new opportunities, which is amazing. Right. I've been going on enough at you. My advice to you, and it doesn't have to be some massive thing straight away. Just take small steps, small, small bits of action, saying yes to something or just doing something, putting out a little video on Instagram, just seeing what happens, you know. The worst, worst case scenario, 
it doesn't go down well, you can delete it. Fine, no worries. But my next piece of advice, then try something else. I think there is definitely um, something about, you know, just trying things, see what happens. Okay, try something else. Okay, that worked. Do something else that's in line with that, but maybe a little more expanded or that didn't work. All right, let's try something completely different, you know, and just treating it more fluidly rather than, you know, I know a lot of people that get, you know, say, say that best of you video, for instance, they get this one thing and they think that once this one thing is perfect and it's out in the world, everything will change. And it might, but more than likely it probably won't. It might add to something else or it might give back years down, down the line like it did for me, absolutely. But if you don't see an instant kind of catalyst, don't be discouraged, just try and take another bit of action and then and then another bit of action like i said i still do it to this day like that that course was the last big action i think i took i think i can't actually remember but honestly every time i release one of these videos i feel like i've taken just another bit of action and it just gets less and less scary and you end up actually quite enjoying it sadistic i know um but yeah i think that's the other thing if you can get to a place of enjoyment with it and and just treat it like sort of almost a creative experiment and and just seeing what happens and and i'll be doing that with this video uh and on that note i should probably just shut up because now i really am rambling but i hope you're well wherever you are whatever you're up to go take some actions today just do something just something and um and tell me about it tag me if it's like on social media tag me tell me that this is your action for the day love it um but yeah if you have any questions or anything you'd like me to cover in a future video please leave your suggestions in the comments um yeah i hope you're well i hope you're keeping well and healthy and sane i'm not clearly i'm healthy i'm not sane but don't worry i've never been it's fine okay right i will be back next week with another subject i have no idea what it's about but i shall see you then all right lots of love you guys see you later Mwah. bye <laughs>